relegated to these really shitty press releases. He just does these press releases where he's like, uh, it's so funny. It's like statement. So he has the office of Donald J. Trump. Uh, it has this like presidential seal. It looks pretty shitty. Welcome to the Punching Down Podcast with your host, Danny Paulus Chuck. All right. Welcome back to episode 48 of the Punching Down Podcast. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance right now. I'm a little under the weather. I don't have COVID. Uh, actually, I got tested because Ryan Long and myself, we were just in um, Orlando. We had shows in Orlando and Tampa, and I started coming down with a, I had this craziest sore throat. I was like, I couldn't believe it. My, my throat was like so sore. I was like, oh, you know, I've been in Florida for a couple of weeks now. I'm like, I got it. I for sure have COVID. This is it. I got COVID again. I was going to be one of those double COVID people that you hear all about. And I, I, I made peace with it. But, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have COVID. We had these shows and I was like, I can't I can't go uh, do these shows if I like legit have COVID. Interesting thing, because I have friends in Canada one friend specifically, who he's like, he's like, I, uh, you know, I, now this might have been a couple of months ago, but he's like, I tried to get a COVID test and they asked me all these questions and then I didn't answer them right and they turned me away. Like basically they're like, you know, COVID tests are precious in Canada. I don't even live in Florida, okay? I'm not even from, I don't even, I'm not from America and I don't live in Florida. I went online. It's pretty impressive actually. I went online, city of Miami. Uh, just looked up COVID tests near me. The city of Miami has these like, there's just like a parking lot. Not far from me. It was like a 10 minute drive. I drove over there, waited for five minutes, got a drive through COVID test. And then they called me basically, I don't know, 36 hours or 48 hours later. And they were like, you don't have COVID. But I thought for sure I had COVID. But anyways, I got a cold, which then I gave to Ryan Long. So, <laughs> but it's interesting too. Uh, a very underrated um, use of Twitter, other than like ruining people's lives by getting them in trouble, is uh, I had this like sore throat and I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling well. And then I, I straight up, I just went on Twitter and I just searched the term sore throat. And then you see all these people who are talking about it who are like, yeah, I have a sore throat, but it, I got tested. And it's not COVID. And I was like, oh, it's probably not going to be COVID. But for sure, for a minute, I was like, just with COVID right now, you're like, and it's hard to have a cold. Like I was joking about it on stage, but I'm like, it's hard to have a cold right now. Like you're almost better, especially in Florida, just being like, yeah, I'm just a, kind of a crippling cocaine addiction. Don't, don't worry about this. It's just my crippling cocaine addiction. Don't have a cold. Um, but anyway, so we're, we're, I don't know, five days into the seven. We're into it. We're into it. I'm hopefully going to be better soon. I had a fun time in Florida, or what am I saying in Florida? Tampa and Orlando, great shows. Both of them were pretty much sold out. Good shit. Um, all right, so some update on the uh, NBA Top Shot. I'm sure people are wondering. The guy who won it, he finally contacted me, and so he's going to get his Top Shot, which is the Top Shot market's crashed. It's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's crashed. They made all these changes to, like, um like the rules of like how you could buy top shots and stuff on it. Like you, you can't, they made it like, you, there's only a certain amount of transactions that you're allowed to do like per day. There's all these weird rules. Um, but so currently that top shot, my account has gone down a lot. Uh, 
but currently that top shot is oh no my is uh worth twenty four dollars it was as high as like fuck i want to say probably somebody paid a hundred dollars for this top shot two weeks ago maybe three weeks yeah probably two weeks ago yeah, probably two weeks ago that was like when the height of it so it's come down quite a bit um I wouldn't go as far as to say the top shot market has crashed, but it's it's dipping. It is dipping. It is definitely taking quite the dip. Um, but that's cool. GameStop is currently. I feel like I just have to update GameStop. I feel like that's become part of my identity. It's just the price of GameStop, even though I don't own any GameStop. I almost bought it. So here, here's a cautionary tale in case you're watching GameStop and you're like, maybe I'm gonna dip a toe into the GameStop waters. So it's currently $260, which is absolutely outlandish. I've seen so, and so many people who are like, yeah, this, there's something clearly broken in the stock market with GameStop being $260. And I can't help but agree with them. I, I don't know what. I mean, you can't, you know, if people want to pay that price for something, who are you to tell them they shouldn't be able to pay that price? I don't know. I'm not that person. Go for it. But so yesterday, it's uh, currently Thursday night, late Thursday night. Um, on March 11th yesterday I'm watching um, so I bought here's what I did last week and all the carnage and it's kind of bummed me out so I used to own a lot shares of Tesla and then I, I got shaken out of them last year I think I talked about this on the podcast and, and I never got back in because it just was going so high and I'm like I just can't I can't get back into Tesla right and then last week I finally got in back into Tesla the market cratered i got it around six hundred dollars and i was like all right i'm back in tesla pretty excited about that and then i ended up selling my tesla on uh yesterday actually though on on wednesday because it just it like it went up to like there's almost like an, an odd thing it's like because i wanted to hold it for longer but it just went up too much too quickly for a company that's like that big where you're like, you know, it has to come down. So I, I like what I essentially did is uh, in case anybody gives a shit, not that maybe you don't, but maybe you do. I bought it at 600 and then it uh, yesterday it opened at like 700 and then I, I use moving averages. Moving averages are usually a good sign of like good, good buy and sell points sometimes like, you know, you want to buy or sell a moving averages. But anyway, so it touched them, this moving, the 50 day moving average. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what? It's, it's up like at this point, this is seven fifteen. I'm like, I'm up 20% in three days or something. I'm like, that's just too much, too much, too fast. So I, uh, I just said, fuck it. And I sold it at seven ten, And then that, that day was, it went down to like six sixty, and now it's back at 700. Will it be a good decision? I don't know. But anyway, so I freed up some money. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should buy a little GameStop because I was watching GameStop yesterday. And here, here's the, the the you know the worry about GameStop, which you should be just concerned about. So I'm watching GameStop, and it's kind of just like going up pretty orderly. It just keeps going up, and you're like, you look at it, and, and this is the thing: I don't day trade a lot. Occasionally, if I'm just like bored, I'll I'll do it. But I try not to because it's like, you know, it's just a surefire way to lose money sometimes. Got to be really disciplined too, but I was kind of getting like a little bored. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just do a little quick, quick little GameStop day trade. 
and and he, he, here's my thought process. This is it was at three. This is so funny too because this is how like, and I thankfully I didn't, but it was at three forty five. And I'm like, I remember I was like, you know what? I'll I'll buy some at three forty five because I just made some money on Tesla, and then I'll uh, I'll just put put a stop in right away. You know, you, you put a stop loss in, and then you know that's you you set the the limit that you can lose, right? And it seems fairly foolproof. Uh, but so, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, you're not actually about to buy GameStop at $345. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like that was the next thought I had is like the rational in me. It goes, you're about to pay $345 for GameStop. Are you crazy? So then I didn't. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And not even exaggerating. It, it hit 348.50. And then it just falls off a fucking cliff. It just like within... Not even exaggerating, it hit. So from the point where I thought to buy it, uh, where I like had the thought where I go, maybe I should buy GameStop. Maybe I don't know. Four minutes later, it hit three hundred and forty-eight dollars, and then five minutes after that, it was down to three hundred. So it had lost fifteen percent in three hundred. So I mean, if you set a stop, you'd be fine. And then it got halted. And so basically what happens is the stock market has these like, they're called circuit breakers, where if a stock is gets too volatile, the stock market will just like be like, you know what, you can't trade this for the next, I think it's like five to seven minutes. Basically lets everybody, you know, get their senses to be like, you know what, just just think about what's going on here. Calm down. We don't need anybody like panic selling. Just, just chill for five minutes. We'll reopen it in five minutes. And, you know, maybe people are like, just decide. So anyways, reopens, tanks again, gets halted again. Then it reopens and keeps getting halted. Went all the way down to $172. And so the thing with those stops is like, you know, you could be like, oh, I'm going to set a stop for $350 and then it gets halted and then it just opens at 300 and you're like, yeah, that's what you're getting. You're getting 300 for it and you're getting fucked. Um, but it got, you know, as low as someone sold it at 172.06. It literally went down. 50% in, like not exaggerating, in 12, 15 to, in 25 minutes, it, like, which is just insane, like, on no news, nothing, it just, it, this is just the stock that people want to gamble on right now, which is cool, I mean, again, you want to, like, so I saw something where someone was talking about this first, like, the stock market, is like, you know, it's really at this point with Robinhood, like it's just competing with DraftKings. It's just like, an, it's just a gambling app. It's just a different form of gambling. But, you know, like obviously investing is investing and, you know, investing isn't gambling, but like you can definitely get some fucking action in the stock market, some real gambling action. And I, I guess that's just what's going on. For whatever reason, GameStop is that stock because there is, you know, it's not like tons of people are shorted anymore. There's no reason that it should be $260. And if you own it and you're up on it, I really recommend selling it, moving on. Uh, but if you think it's going to moon, if you think it's going up, fucking hold it. I mean, diamond hands. If you've had diamond hands up until this point, you're doing pretty well. Although I would say that like if, if you were someone who owned it at like $20 and then you rode it all the way to 483 and then it went back to 350 and you are still fucking holding it. Like, that is just balls of steel. Absolute balls of steel. So, good for you if you've you've held it. Um, to the world of NFTs, uh, 
non-fungible tokens. I'm more of a fungible token guy. I don't even know if what that even would entail. Um, but the world of NFTs, that Beeple dude, which I've talked about him. He's uh he does like all that art. A lot of it's like this just like has Trump in it and stuff. And he sold like a piece for like $6.6 million recently. And he just had an auction. So he's done one piece a day for the last 5,000 days. He started in 2007. He's like, I'm going to make one piece of digital art every day. And then this, he sold this piece at Christie's auction house for one, one piece. And it was like, uh, like a mosaic, I guess, or whatever of all 5,000 in, in one piece sells this thing for $69 million for one digital like painting, I guess, whatever digital piece of art, which is fucking crazy. Considering you could be like, I could buy like, I don't know, like a Van Gogh. You could legit buy like probably a couple Van Goghs for that kind of money. Like you could, you could buy like, you could start for $69 million. You could start like a decent museum. Like where you like people were going, this is a pretty good museum. For $69 million, you can get a decent, decent museum off the ground. And someone, I mean, I was talking to my friend Enrique. We were talking about this on our other, the Hard Money podcast. Realistically, it's someone who just, you know, especially the fact that it's 69 million. Like someone's like, you know, it wasn't 69 million for, didn't have a 420 anywhere in there. So it probably wasn't Elon Musk who bought it. But it's probably someone who just like made a shit ton of money off of Bitcoin. And they're like, it's just all fake to them. It's just all fake money. And, you know, now they own this thing for $69 million. But fuck, that is a crazy amount of money to spend on you can't even like display it in your house. It's not like, I mean, I guess we'd never find out who bought it, but that is, that is real crazy. And then uh, Top Shot is, is making it into the news right now. Of course, Top Shot's making it into the news. Uh, they, um, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal did this uh, piece on this they go the whales of nba top shot and this kid i don't know if he's a kid i think he's a kid he's like i think he said he's 27 he bought a fucking 100 he, like in september he goes he just had a basically he says he's like a degenerate gambler is how he classifies himself and he just kind of had an inkling that this was going to be a big deal so he dropped 175 or he's 31 years old this dude and he dropped 175 grand on nba top shot um, cause he just had like an inkling that he's, and I mean, like, imagine like you have that much disposable income. You go, I don't know. I think this might be something granted good on him, even though you still can't really like withdraw your money. Some people can, but it's like, it's still hard to get your money out. Uh, the market has come down a lot like from the, but it, it, go, it was really crazy high. So it's, it's not that, uh, not that crazy that it's come down. But it, anyways, he turned 175,000 into $20 million worth of fucking digital basketball cards, which realistically could be worth $50,000 in a year. Who knows? Like, again, I've said this on the podcast so many times, but if that in a year from now, you go, oh, yeah, those remember that top shot thing and they're worth nothing. Everybody's just afraid to miss out on, uh, the next Bitcoin. That's all it is. They're afraid that they're missing out on the next Bitcoin, the next Ethereum or whatever. So we'll see. But that's, uh, that's that on, uh, top shot. If anybody here buys them, I don't know. I haven't bought any new ones. I got one of those like pack things. It's like $14. And then I don't know. There's, if you get one, it's just like free money. Like my friend, Chris Fega, comedian, 
he got one of those $200 packs and then inside of it, he had like a legit, like a $2,000 card. And it's like pretty normal because they're just, the demand for them is just so insanely high. Uh, so sweet, sweet top shot. All right. That's it for the world of finance. We're going to move to more fun, uh, more fun topics. So this is the best because we actually did a joke about this on, on hard money. Like, remember when Trump, his last days in office, and then the My Pillow guy visited him, and then and then the My Pillow guy was like talking about martial law. Remember the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, who was like literally his whole life is just falling apart because he went so crazy and he got kicked off his social media and all this shit. So then, uh, I don't know if this is today or, he, or this is pretty recently, two days ago, he went on a podcast, Mike Lindell, and basically, oh, he went on Charlie Kirk's podcast which is like some right wing podcast thing, obviously. And then he goes, he goes, I'm starting my own social media company. You know how hard it, like, just, just think about it this way. Cause people don't get it. It's like, you know, the, like uh, a parlor and gab. It's like, they spend a lot of money on these things and they fucking blow. Like they don't work on the phones. Granted, I think it's cause like they're being limited, but like, even when they were, nobody was in their business, they sucked. It, it takes an enormous amount of money and an enormous amount of manpower to make a social network work like decently. It's like people, you know, you, you use Twitter and you're like, oh, this is great. This is, works perfectly. And you just, you don't realize you're like, yeah, this costs a fucking shit ton of money and tons of people to make this operate this way. So anyways, this dude, Mike Lindell, he's, uh, he's, he's literally like, I'm starting my own Twitter which is, again, it's like, he's like, we're an unrestricted Twitter, which is just parlor or gab or whatever the fuck. Uh, and then he goes, he says, uh, you will not need YouTube. You won't need these places. CEO added. So it'll be where everything can be told because we've got to get our voices back. People will be able to talk and not walk on eggshells. Again, that's pretty much Twitter unless you say like the craziest shit. Uh and then he said that he's like, it's, it's going to be up and running. Where is it here? He says it's going to be up and running uh, in the next couple of weeks, which are like, unless you've been building this for, I don't know, three years or something. You're like, you're not, this is going to be the biggest piece of shit. Watch me like three months from now being like, hey, just everybody just, uh, just follow me on uh, the MyPillow. What's even like, it's going to be called MyPillow too or something. Like it's going to have my pillow in the name or it's going to be the biggest piece of shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about this. I'm giving him free publicity for his shitty social network. It's not going to happen though. So it doesn't matter. Um, boy, Cuomo's back in the news. That's, that's exciting. Uh, he is, he's getting it bad. Honestly, he, uh, I was talking to somebody about this and it's like, cause because remember all like the, imagine how cringy there are. You know, there's like women who have like underwear that say Cuomo sexual on them because he was like the darling of COVID. Remember just people were like, oh, he's going to run for president. He can be next president. He like had the, just what a 180 his career has taken, huh? He could do no wrong. And now he's just now he, uh, today or yesterday, he had a, a female aide said he aggressively groped her at the executive mansion. And he's like, he's had like 10 different claims of like sexual harassment. He's basically saying like it's bullshit, but then everybody's like, yeah, but you got to believe all women. So what do we do, Cuomo's? Uh, but the idea that there's people with like fucking Cuomo sexual like shirts and stuff and they're like, eh, that's going to, it's 
going to the thrift shop. There's going to be a lot of homosexual shirts in the thrift shop coming up. That's that's a guarantee. That is going to be a hot thrift shop item is the homosexual shirts, unfortunately for him. But uh, he's getting killed. But the thing is, is like, you know, I guess he was always this guy, but he just always had Trump to like deflect away from him. You're like, well, you know, you th- I, like I'm the good guy. Trump's the biggest piece of shit. And then Trump goes away and he, he just loses this crutch. Like if he had Trump right now, if Trump was still on Twitter, almost like, cause you know, Trump would be like rubbing it in. Like Trump would be like, ah, eh, it's not so easy. Huh? And like believe all women. And, and then people would be like, Oh, Trump's such a piece of shit that they would almost like go easier on Cuomo just based on, Trump just probably like, you know, being a piece of shit and rubbing the salt in the wounds, but Trump's gone. So Cuomo's just fucking getting hammered on this. Uh, and then, now they're talking about impeaching him, which is who, if I told, if someone told me six months ago, they're like, yeah, uh, Cuomo's going to be impeached in the next six months. You'd be like, what? No, it's impossible. Cuomo? I'm, I, I, he can never be impeached. I, I mean, I'm a card-carrying homosexual. I would never allow him to be impeached, but that's what's happening. Again, I'm sure it's not going to happen. And he's saying, he's like, he's just denying it. He goes, deny, deny, deny. Alex Jones, I was listening to Alex Jones on Andrew Schultz's podcast. Uh, and he was basically saying that, like, you know, it's all like the his handlers who they just don't want to admit. They don't want to admit that they, you know, killed all these people in nursing homes. So then they're they're just saying, like drumming up these fake sexual harassment things so they can kind of deflect away from the tens of thousands of people who kind of died as a result of Cuomo's policies, which is an interesting theory, I suppose. If you get a chance to listen to that podcast, holy shit, does that guy get wasted? He's funny too. I normally don't talk about other podcasts on my podcast, but uh, go listen to Alex Jones. He was, it's me and Ryan have this studio in Miami where we're, we're working and they Schultz and them they have their studio in the same building and we were there that day and Alex Jones I guess was in the building you think if you were in a building with Alex Jones and he was getting wasted you would know but somehow that was kept from us uh but yeah he gets demolished on this podcast it's pretty interesting he uh I highly recommend giving a listen but yeah so Cuomo's Cuomo's getting the fucking shaft uh speaking of Trump by the way Still not back on social media. So he's relegated to these really shitty press releases. He just does these press releases where he's like, uh, it's so funny. It's like statement. So he has the office of Donald J. Trump. Uh, It has this like presidential seal. It looks pretty shitty. Like he could really use like some graphics or like a a Photoshop guy or something. Just someone to jazz it up a little bit for him because this looks like honestly pretty shitty so and he this is yesterday it says statement by donald j trump 45th president of the united states of america and so he's he's issuing press releases that are just tweets like because he doesn't have twitter anymore but he still has thoughts that are twitter worthy so he has to just go tweet or sorry issue tweets but in press release form. So this is the thing. It says, I hope everyone remembers when they're getting the COVID-19, often referred to as the China virus vaccine. And it's like, yeah, often referred to by you. But that if I wasn't president, you wouldn't be getting that beautiful, I love how he uses it. He goes, that beautiful shot. And shots in quotation marks where you're like, I don't, why is shot that beautiful shot it's it's still just a shot he goes you wouldn't be getting that beautiful shot for five years at best 
and probably wouldn't be getting it at all. I hope everyone remembers. He still got it. I mean, the idea that he thinks that if it wasn't for him, nobody in America would be getting even a single COVID vaccine for five years is preposterous. Like, they are getting them in... Every country in the world is getting them. Now, I guess what he's saying is the Operation Warp Speed that he just dumped a shit ton of money into that, you know, got the COVID vaccines. But, you know, that was for some companies, not every... There's other vaccines in the world that aren't, you know, Russia has their own vaccine. They didn't have nothing to do with Trump. There's countries that have vaccines unrelated to Trump, but that's crazy. But, you know, I guess we'll see if we get more, uh, more press releases from Trump until they, I wonder if they'll reinstate his Twitter. I I was saying it it would be so funny if they give him his Twitter back and then he just becomes like a Joe Biden reply guy where he's just all in the Joe Biden tweets, like just replying to Joe Biden tweets being like, I did it better, Joe. Uh, We'll see. I know people are missing him. Like he's been gone long enough where people are like, you you miss him a little, don't you? Don't you know what you want to know what he's up to? These getting these press releases, they're just not. Just not doing the trick. Um, here's a world of, of sports. A lot of a lot of cancel culture stuff this week. This is like literally my last. And again, it's not cancel culture. It's it's repercussions, I suppose. But so uh, again, I apologize for being sick. <coughs> Excuse me. Myers Leonard, who uh, plays for the Miami Heat, not a fan of the Heat. Go Raptors. Uh, he has a Twitch channel where he game video games. And, you know, he plays... I, I don't know what he's playing. I think Call of Duty or something like that. But he has this live channel, which is pretty ballsy for a professional athlete because, like, you know, crazy shit gets said. And, and so he, he was playing. And I guess people were sniping him or something. And so then he goes, fucking cowards. Don't fucking snipe me, you kike bitch. And I guess people were like, what? And so he got in a lot of shit for that. He got suspended. I mean, like the owner of the Miami Heat, the team is Jewish. And he's like, oh, I didn't even know what that meant. Uh, Which, you know what? I honestly believe that. Like normally I would just be like, really? But like that is not, like I've been called, I've been called a kike for real, never. No one's ever for legitimately called me a kike. I've heard that word used but it's pretty rare. Not a lot of people are dropping the, the kike word. It's pretty uncommon. So I could totally be like, he just doesn't. I mean, maybe he does. The funniest burn on him too was uh, when like when this happened. And, and then some people were like, you know, lighting him up on Twitter or whatever. And then there's a photo and people are like, can you believe this is the guy who said kike on a stream? And it was like when they were doing the, the anthem or whatever in the bubble last year. And it was every player on the Heat uh, kneeling except for him. And he was standing. And people were like, can you believe this is the guy who said kike? And you're like, that's a bad look right there, pal. That's not a good look for you, Myers Leonard. But, And then this is a really funny thing, too, is so NBC Sports, they like covered the, they covered the story. And then they wrote, they wrote out uh, like, you know, the the transcript of what he said. And so it says fucking cowards fucking has three asterisks in it. 
It says, don't fucking snipe me. And again, fucking has three asterisks in it. And it says, you kike. And kike is spelled just K-I-K-E. It's spelled normally, no asterisks. And then bitch is B, four asterisks. So they're like, kike, they left. And bitch, they like were like, could only put the B in bitch. Which they obviously, I'm sure someone brought that to attention. You go, that's so weird, weird way of uh, <laughs> editing that interesting choice of uh leaving that in interesting though kike is a weird one because and i've always said this that i found this so funny but on the la dodgers there is this baseball player his name is kike hernandez but his name is spelled k-i-k-e like there's a little like hat accent thing on there but other than that or no, sorry, maybe it's uh, an accent. There's some sort of like, you know, one of the letters has an accent. But literally, his name's spelled Kai Hernandez. He just pronounces it Kike. But it's like, you know, in English, it says Kike. And you're like, I don't know. Nobody's ever given him. Nobody's ever been like, you know what, dude, you got to change your name. And he's like, it's pronounced Kike. I don't know. It's, it's my name. But it, you know, it is weird to see it on, you know, you're watching a Dodgers game. And it's just like, up next, Kai Hernandez. So, anyways, he's he's going to be canceled for a bit. I do. Be, I don't know why. I believe that he didn't know. I, f- I feel like he legit was just like that's just a gamer word, you know. That's just a word that people say. And so many people in the comments were like, "Yeah, you ever play Call of Duty?" It's like that's just it's just the lobby of Call of Duty or whatever the fuck is. That's just what you're hearing. Um, talked about Dr. Seuss last week. Dr. Seuss getting canceled. Um, funny enough, my friend who he listens to this podcast probably listening to this right now but i was saying last week i was like man these things are gonna become valuable and then he had a bunch of these that he bought for his like newborn son he's like i bought them for like i don't know five dollars this whole thing of dr seuss books and now he owns all these ones that are like valuable and he put them up for sale privately because i guess ebay wasn't allowing it like those six specific books he put them up and i think he said he got an offer of a thousand dollars for all six books that he paid like five dollars a piece for and he's like should i sell them i'm like definitely sell them I guarantee you in six months from now, people will be like, why the fuck did I buy six Dr. Seuss books for a thousand dollars? That's pretty fucking stupid. Uh, quite. Uh, but so this week they're canceling. It's like, it's like they're canceling a new cartoon every week. It's bullshit. It's not even bullshit. It's like, I have to pretend like I care. You're like, Oh my God, they're canceling. Uh, it's weird too. The, like the reason they cancel things like they'll cancel someone, you know? Cause it's like, like they'll cancel like so they're canceling Pepe Le Pew if you didn't know uh, and this is I at IGN which is like some gamer whatever channel this is just such a funny funny like take on it but they go Pepe Le Pew the controversial French skunk from Looney Tunes will no longer appear in Space Jam a new legacy after his scene was cut and you go first off he's not controversial French skunk who when 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 has he ever been a controversial first French skunk but it's because he's like the issue with him is that he's like, you know, a little pushy with the women, which Dave Chappelle did a bit about this like 25 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Like literally like probably 20, 25 years ago, he did the joke about, he's like, Pepe Le Pew's a fucking rapist. He did this joke. Like it's so old and you know, he said it forever and yeah, he is very, pu- I mean, he is fucking <laughs> super pushy. Uh, and so I guess like, they're like, all right, we're just going to remove Pepe Le Pew. But you're like, Okay, fair, but like, isn't like, isn't the isn't like the Roadrunner like a murderer? Doesn't like the Roadrunner like basically murder Wiley e. Coyote? Like, 
Like he, you know, it's like it's such a weird line where they go like, oh, it's like you could, you know, you could like blow up someone, and you're like, oh, that's fine. You know, he's blowing him up, but it's like it's a cartoon blowing up. And you go, yeah, but this cartoon's like a little pushy with this. This skunk is a little sexually pushy with this cat, and you go, oh yeah, that's not cool. You know, but it's also a cartoon. Like it's like murder is fine. They're like, cause murder, like, well, that's just outlandish. You're like, you know, what are you? cartoon characters not people are gonna murder. There's nothing wrong with that. And then you're like, he's like, oh, but this this skunk is a, is a bit of a rapist. We got to get rid of him. So, his Pepe Le Pew's gone, which I guess I don't know. I I can't imagine there are many real world rapes that you know if you really like just went back in time and tried to like really get to the root of that, that real world sexual assault that it'd be someone be like, you know what? I think it was from all that Pepe Le Pew that I was, all that Bugs Bunny and friends. Was it Bugs Bunny? Yeah, I think it was. Or Looney Tunes, something like that. So anyways, sorry, my voice is getting hoarse. I'm going to have to cut this a little short this week, but we got a couple more things and then we will, Wrap this up. Um, this is so funny. Again, and this is, I don't even know if this is cancel culture, but this is the fucking lamest shit ever. So, uh, Winston Marshall from the band The Kings of Leon, who, tying it back to the earlier, they released uh, their album as an NFT, which I, I said, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means, an album as an NFT, but good for you. So, he went on Twitter and he goes, he basically endorsed. This is so crazy. He endorsed a book. He goes, hey, I, uh, I read like that Andy No, that journalist who like covers Antifa in Portland. He goes, I read that Andy No book. Like I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know the exact thing he said, but basically he said, he's like, it's a good book. You should read it. And then got killed for it on Twitter where people are like, how dare you? Like you're going, you know, he is like against Antifa. So what are you like a fascist or something? And then the guy like, you know, the whole thing blows up in his face. Everybody's just like killing him. And this guy's the banjo player from fucking Kings of Leon. And then he had to post an apology. He goes, over the past few days, I've come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. It's not fucking Mein Kampf. Like literally you can, so he got in the exact same amount of trouble for endorsing this book as if he just endorsed Mein Kampf. If he goes, you know what? I read Mein Kampf. Some decent ideas in there. There were some, honestly, you know, a little bit of it was a little bit out there, but some not bad ideas in Mein Kampf. He got in the exact amount of trouble, same amount of trouble that he would have got how do you literally endorse Mein Kampf or Andy Noe's book about Antifa or whatever the fuck it is? And he goes, I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. And for that, I am truly sorry. As a result of my actions, I am taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. For now, please hope that I realize how my endorsements have the potential to be viewed as approvals of hateful, divisive behavior. I apologize as this was not at all my intention ridiculous it'd be so funny too if he goes and uh, i'm gonna donate all the proceeds of my next tour to antifa and then they're like well we're not really an organization uh, i mean it's funny because they always say we're not an organization he goes well i have all this money you go well we'll figure out a way for you to get it to us uh don't don't worry about that winston marshall but it's like what a lame thing you're like you know you're like a fucking rock star and you're like hey i uh, like this book and they're like you're out of the band can't like a book can't say you like this book just kicking you out of a band. It's it's like, just the, like, honestly, it's just like a lame thing. Like, I, I, you're supposed to be a rock star. And like, I mean, just the fact that you're like, 
one, just the fact that you're saying, you're like, hey, this is a cool book. Check this out. It's like, it's about how Antifa operates or whatever. And then, I mean, that's just a lame thing. Like, you know, you can read a book. You don't have to fucking go on Twitter. And then, to, but then even worse to just, you know, take the canceling, being like, I just, I accept my canceling and I apologize. Really ridiculous. And then another cancel thing, and this is the last thing. Um, so, uh, Teen Vogue, which, if you don't know, is uh, is people pretend like it's the real journalism. I've seen so many times on Twitter where people are like, you do not know the real hard-hitting journalism that's going on in Teen Vogue. And then it's like, how to suck seven dicks in one night. And you're like, wow, pretty sick Teen Vogue. Real hard-hitting journalism. So um, they... Uh, they hired this new um, editor. Her name was Alexi McCammond. She's black. I don't know if she's full black, but she's 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 at least half black. Um, and then she uh, she had to apologize because I guess staff, because you know the staff is like a Teen Vogue is like super woke. So what happens is they fire they hire an editor, and then all their her new colleagues decide they're going to go through all of her old tweets because they're like it's like it's almost like it feels like a you know very untrusting cool environment it's not like a cool environment it's like hey we have a new employee you go oh, let me just go through all of your tweets and then we'll get back to you so they go through all her tweets and then she had some uh racist and anti-gay tweets from when she was like 17 years old she's like 27 now but these were them, and so she had to like apologize and basically be like, "I'm sorry, I'm racist." They lost like some big ad deal worth like over a million dollars, like a seven-figure ad deal uh, that they lost. And and again, this is probably a person who has you know enjoyed canceling a lot of people, so it's hard to feel bad for her. But these are the tweets because I was like, you know, racist. But then you hear that she's black, and you're like, "Damn, you're gonna you're getting fucking black people canceled for being racist." And again. It should be how it is. It's like, you know, you, this, should, this should be a, for everybody where it's like you can't just do it to, to one people. Um, obviously, she wasn't. It was not like anti-white racism. Um, that would be that would be something. That would be it. I'd be like, you know what? I'm locking off for the Internet forever. If you are canceling people for anti-white racism, I'd be like, that's it. We've we've reached the end of it. No more Internet. But so this is what uh, her tweets were, which were so controversial. The first one uh, says, give me a two out of 10 on my chem problem. Cross out all of my work and don't explain what I did wrong. Thanks a lot, stupid Asian TA. You're great. <coughs> okay, so I guess you could have just said stupid TA. It's weird because, yeah, you didn't need the Asian part. But if I'm reading this now and I have to like picture what's going on here, you know, it, it adds a little bit. It would have helped if I knew the gender because I'm like, was it a stupid male Asian TA or a female Asian TA? Or is it one of those ones where it's like, you know, sometimes they have, because they kind of have the same haircut, like if it's like, like a short-haired woman, or, it's hard to know. Uh, and then here's the, the new one, the next one. Now Googling how to not wake up with swollen Asian eyes. You go, yeah, these are not not, not the greatest takes. I'm like, should we ruin someone's life over this? And then here's another one. Outdone by Asian. Hashtag what's new. And you're like, yeah, not great. Not great tweets. I mean, thank God I'm never going to have to. I can only think of like, what the fuck would my Twitter have been like if I had Twitter when I was 17? Like, I would have probably said, 
some crazy shit. Also, again, these people probably feel untouchable because you're like, if you're getting a big job like this, delete your tweets. It's not that hard. Like going back and deleting your tweets is pretty easy. Really not that hard. But anyway, so this bitch is getting canceled. Um, I'm sure nothing's going to happen to her though because like if she was white, she literally would be like, you are fired and you will never work again. But luckily she's black. So she'll just probably get a slap on the wrist. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Okay. My voice is given out here. It's uh, starting to sting. So that is it for me for this week. I apologize for the brief episode. Oh, we did 40 minutes. Okay, that's all right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, sorry, I'm a little sickly right now. Probably back in the healthy next week, hopefully. Or maybe I actually do have COVID and it was one of those like false positives or negative, sorry. And then I actually have COVID and I might be dead next week. This might be the last episode ever. I don't know, but I don't think it will be. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.